Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Bob Stoffer with you, the Minnesota Wild in town, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. You know, Brendan Escott, if we're going to open up with you too, and we've got a read with Digitex that talks about one number to call and one simple invoice... I think we know one day what the song's going to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. There you go, bro. All right. So let's get right to it. It's Oilers now. we got a lot to get to. We'll set up tonight's matchup. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild. The Wild did not skate today. They had a, a heated matchup last night against the Calgary Flames. The Flames right now on, a, on a, another level. Low Vegas is playing quite well in the Pacific Division as well. 
but uh, Minnesota coming in with a record of 15-11-2 against the 14-12-2 Edmonton Oilers, who are 5-2-1 under Ken Hitchcock. In this first half hour, I'll set up the line combos for the two teams um, as best we can because, again, we're not sure whether or not Miko Koivu is going to play. Uh, tonight, uh, he got uh, injured on a play that involved uh, the Flames' excellent defenseman, Mark Giordano. Kind of stuck his uh, 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 shit out, I guess, is how you kind of explain it. Kind of a bang-bang play. Both guys went down. I got nasty after a huge hit from uh, Matthew Dumba last night. He's, he laid out the Flames' Michael Backlund. The same Michael Backlund, who uh, was rumored to be involved in a package once with the Edmonton Oilers. We'll leave it at that for you. Uh, anyhow, this is Oilers now, and we'll set up the game, uh, Edmonton and Minnesota, here from some of the participants, including Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will slide in at uh, about 12.21, 12.22. Every Friday in Oilers now for the River Cree Resort and Casino, who've got 54.40. December 29th at the River Cree. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Elliot Friedman. 105 today, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta and the over 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. And at 135 today, the Edmonton Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Danny Troyani, to discuss teddy bear toss. Tomorrow night is the Edmonton Oil Kings host, Serge Lejoie and the Kamloops Blazers. There you go. Just a reminder, uh, here's how you contact us. Uh, you can reach us on our Oilers Now River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. New Year's Eve at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Start the night with Live and Let Die, then stick around for an evening you'll never forget. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a choice. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Let's get right to it. Our Oilers Now audio vault. And uh, we're going to cut a bit into Reed's time today because in the audio vault, we're going to play a clip from uh, the vice chair of the Oilers organization, Bob Nicholson, last night with Reed Wilkins discussing the Oilers' coaching change and Peter Shirelli. But not before I tell you that the Audio Vault is brought to you by Direct Workwear. Times are tough. Direct's deals are tougher. Save 25% in-store on workwear all December at Direct Workwear. Here's Bob Nicholson with Reed Wilkins last night on the coaching change that took place that brought in Ken Hitchcock as Todd McClellan was relieved of his duties and some thoughts on Peter Shirelli as well. Yeah, you know, any time that you're trying to you make that type of uh, change in the in the middle of the season is very tough. And uh, you know, first of all, Todd McClellan is a very good coach and a great person, and he'll coach in the league again. But you know, we were at the, the at the point, and our team wasn't playing very well. You know, it was the right time to do that, and you know, we're really fortunate that uh, when that time. When we thought it was right, um, Peter uh, made the change, and you know Ken Hitchcock has come in and he's put his stamp on this team. But I think Ken's still got a lot of work to do, and uh, we'll continue to do that and make this team better as we go for the playoffs. 
You know, obviously, uh, you're aware of what's out there with uh, with Peter Shirelli as well being uh, criticized from from different areas. Uh, I know you said in the summer you believe in his plan, and, and I mentioned how how you believe in stability um, up front, especially though there there has been a high dependence on three players to provide most of the scoring and, and drive the offense. So uh, you know, I think that there's uh, uh, some hope that there would be a little bit more depth, or or maybe there will be soon your assessment or update on uh, Shirelli's plan and then maybe a message to the fans here on uh, on where we're headed. Yeah, I think the key things to the fans is, you know, I really feel we've got a lot of assets that uh, are certainly sitting down in Bakersfield and a couple of them have drafted uh, that are playing in the Canadian Hockey League that will be in the Oilers lineup uh, next year and the year after. And I think there's more assets today than when Peter took over and that, that's one of the key things and you know I, I really do believe that we have uh, players in the current lineup that uh, will start to produce more goals and, that, and that's been the shortage everyone knows that and I think uh, once they buy into Ken's uh, system uh, they're going to start to chip in more goals and yes we do rely on Connor and Leon you know they're excellent players but we we will get more uh, scoring from the rest of the uh, lineup as we go through the season. I'm very, very comfortable with that. Side sports. Uh, obviously, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins driving the offense. A lack of secondary scoring has been an issue. Just to throw a, a number at you here, and the, the number is 929 and 875. Okay? So, in the last eight games that Todd McClellan coached the Edmonton Oilers, the Oilers went 2-6. and six. And they had a 875 win uh, save percentage. 875 save percentage of the final eight games with a two and six record. Uh, the two wins uh, were both Miko Koskinen's wins, and Cam Talbot had a tough stretch. In the first eight games that Ken Hitchcock has coached the Oilers, the Oilers have a 929 save percentage, and the record is five two and one. So the teams actually scored less under Hitch, but they've stopped more. And now that might be a byproduct of giving up fewer shots sort of in A-grade scoring positions. Um, but I think those of you that listen to the show are, have the aptitude to recognize that when goalies struggle, sometimes it costs people their jobs. Uh, I do agree with Bob Nicholson. I think first Hitch takes care of the defensive system. He said today, actually, I don't know if we got the uh, piece in there, uh, just on the fact that there's still a little bit of a disconnect. The uh, question John Sexsmith from Global asked, a little bit of a disconnect between the forwards and the D. That'll take some time to build that. So just something for food for thought. We have a game. It's Edmonton and Minnesota. Cam Talbot starts back-to-back. Here's Ken Hitchcock on that decision. Well, I think if we're going to grow as a team, we've got to reward performances. And Talbot was excellent in St. Louis. And, and uh, we knew we had two important games, two really good teams, Minnesota and Calgary, so we opted to uh, reward Talbs, and uh, and then Miko will play against uh, Calgary. So, kind of, and I, I said this to people before: rhythm is important, and we we've got to get we've got to get our goalies in a little bit better rhythm than what we were doing, and this allows us to do that. So, but it's also based on reward. You know, when a guy plays that well, you want to give him a second opportunity. Ken Hitchcock on Cam Talbot. 
Valentin Zikoff will play. The Oilers lines will look like this. McDavid up front with Chase on and Dreisaitl. RNH with Jujar Carew, a strong performance in St. Louis. And yes, a Pugliarvi. Pugliarvi, by the way, uh, had a puck ricochet off his shoulder and clip his face. If that hit him directly in the uh, morning skate today, he would have required some zippers. Kyle Brodziak with Milan Lucic and Zach Cassian. Lucic has not scored since the first shot of the season. Just two goals in his last 74 games. Ryan Spooner with uh, Valentin Zikoff and Ty Ratty. And Ken Hitchcock had this to say on what the Oilers expect from Zikov. Well, look, at practice, he looks like an exceptional player. The way he releases, the way he shoots the puck, scores on every warm-up drill. Um, most of the uh, information we have is we, we've watched some games this year in the NHL, not much, but we watched uh, all of his goals in the AHL, and... Uh, you know, we think we've got a, we've got the potential for a line, to, whether it's the one that he's going to play on tonight or another one, we've got the potential to to put him in those scoring positions with what we need. So it's going to take some time. I think the nice part is that having played for Bill Peters before, the terminology and the language is almost identical to what we use. So. Uh, he's used to that part of it, so I think it's going to be a little bit easier transition, but look, this is a guy that hasn't played in a week, hasn't skated much in the last little while with the team, and you know, we just got to be, uh, we got to be patient here, but man, he's got an element that we could sure use. He can shoot the pill. He's got a heavy uh, body. I've I, I seen him today. He looks a bit like Dickelike Kuhleman, a little thick through the shoulders, and uh and that's part of the reason why he's a good net front presence. Scored 33 goals last year for Charlotte in the American Hockey League. A bunch of power play goals as well. So Spooner will center that line with Zekoff and Ratty defensively. Same D as the last couple games. Clefbaum with Larson. Clefbaum playing 25-53. Nurse with Russell. Those guys had some tough moments early against St. Louis and battled back. Gravel and Benning, who for me have been pretty solid in you know, basically playing 13 and a half minutes a game. And again, Talbot starts. He's 4-6-1 and one against Minnesota. But it's not been on him. I mean, he's got a 2.58 goals against average and a 9.16 save percentage. Part of it's just been that Devin Dubnik's been stellar. He shoved it right up, you know what, for uh, Minnesota against Edmonton. Dubnik in his career against the Oilers, 9-2, and two, uh, 1.34 goals against average, a 9.47 save percentage. You're going to win a lot of games when you got a 9.47 save percentage. Their D is uh, Ryan Suter playing 25.47 per game. So... Hard to believe Clefbaum's playing six more seconds per game than Suter. With Edmonton area product Jared Spurgeon, who had 38, 37 points the last two years. Jonas Brodin with the aforementioned Matthew Dumbo. who's already got 10 goals this year, fourth straight year, double-digit goals. And then a tough pairing, third pairing, Nick Sealer and Greg Pattern. Up front, Eric Stahl with Jason Zucker, 33 goals last year. And uh, Michael Granlin. And Granlin plays great against the Oilers. He's got 13 points in 19 career games. 69 and 67 points the last two seasons. Now, Koivu, not sure he's going to play. If he does, uh, he'll be with Parisi and Charlie Coyle. If he does not, my guess is a slot Coyle in the middle and move Niederreiter up from the third line. Uh, if he does play, Niederreiter remains in that third line with Joel Erickson Eck. That's a player Edmonton had interest in had they held the pick at 16 uh, that they ultimately traded for... Griffin Reinhardt, Jordan Greenway, a second-round draft choice from 2015 on the left side, played three years at Boston University. Eric Fair back in the NHL after playing 34 games last year with Dallas Akins in San Diego. Fair is now 33 years of age. This is the oldest team in the NHL, by the way, over 29 years of age. They have nine players, eight who will be in the lineup tonight, 
30-plus if Matt Hendricks plays. And I do expect Hendricks to play uh, with uh, Fair and Felino on the fourth line. So here's a look at the two teams. Edmonton and Minnesota. Very quickly, Oscar Kleffbaum had these comments on the game plan against the Minnesota Wild. They have a really good power play going on right now. we got to stay out of the box and be very smart out there. Um, they have a very tight, very strong and big team uh, with a lot of skilled guys too. So, uh, But their power play has been really good, so we got to stay out of the box here and, and focus on our game. Cam Talbot added some additional thoughts on uh, what he expects from the Wild tonight. Uh, they're a fast team. Uh, they're a gritty team, and uh, you know they get a, they produce a lot of offense from their back end. So we're going to have to do a good job of taking away shooting lanes from the top. We can't give their power play too many opportunities because they burned us last time. And uh, I think we just have to play a disciplined game tonight. Yeah, Oilers well, should have won that game here in Edmonton the last time the two teams met. But they got three power play goals, and uh, a couple of them they beat uh, Talbot uh, high short side, and there were some rip jobs in that game. We mentioned Valentin uh, Zikov. He had these comments. Uh, thanks to Reed Wilkins for picking him up on his immigration issues that kept him out of the last road trip. I uh, had to get a new visa because, uh, as I fig- figured out not, uh, a few days ago, that my previous one was only uh, useful for U.S. teams, and since I changed the uh, changed the team, which is located in Canada, I had to get new visa, which is travel visa. All right, well, my only comment on that is given uh, Donald Trump's relationship uh, currently with the Russian government, I, I don't see why it's such a hassle to uh, have, a, like, what, is the Canadian government tougher on uh, Russian immigration? And uh, I'm just joking around. Uh, one of these days we'll talk about uh, Justin Trudeau. Is it true he's moving the base from Cold Lake uh, into the province of Quebec and then uh, highlighting the great work that various Quebec-based companies are doing? at the expense of other companies across this country? Would, would he do something like that, knowing there's guaranteed seats in Quebec? We've all seen that act before. This is Oilers Now with a little bit more some days. Reed Wilkins coming up from Inside Sports when we return. Please support 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous and make sure every kid has a Christmas. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We have four minutes of Reed Wilkins coming up right now. Reed from Inside Sports. Reed, first of all, your thoughts on Bob Nicholson's comments pertaining to Peter Shirelli last night on your show. Well, I think he made a fair point about the the potential for a lot of the draft picks to, provincially, uh, to potentially provide depth to the organization and maybe some of the elements the Oilers need. Uh, you, you know, when it comes to drafting, a lot of times you don't know, you can't really give a GM his full report card for for several years down the road. And the Oilers do have some promising players in the AHL. They have some younger players contributing in the AHL to a greater extent than they have in the past. Having said that, uh, I, I still think that there should be greater depth and, and greater scoring ability, greater skill on the NHL team. And, and I do think that's a, a shortcoming of, of Shirelli. And we're not going to go over every every sure. trade so far. But given some of the players he's parted with, I think you would, you would have hoped there, there'd be a, a little more secondary scoring having come back the other way or been found somewhere. Now, granted, Lucic was that guy his first year here. He did get 23 goals. All right, 15-11-2 Minnesota against 14-12-2 Edmonton. I mean, the records are fairly close. Uh, one team with 32 points, one team with 30 both teams of 28 games played. Well, I, I like what Hitchcock said this morning, That and I know you mentioned the Wild being the oldest team in the league. The Minnesota Wild don't crack. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's 
where the Oilers are, are trying to get. And, and we've seen uh, good steps in that direction recently um, because obviously we've you know we've discussed ad nauseum some of the blowout losses they they've had over the last year and a third where they where they would crack where where they would go away. And so I, I think that's something the Oilers have to be prepared to do tonight is is to stick with it, ride the parts of the game where maybe they're not in control where the while they're pushing. Obviously, they're going to need good goaltending again from Talbot. But I mean, that's with in a league where the goals are so hard to come by, that's ultimately how you have to scratch up. Well, I mean, Anaheim's I mean, Rob and I talk about it. I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're doing it. Because they stay in it, Bob. They, and John, and they and get the third period yeah, scoring, right? But, yeah, but well, they, they don't okay. crack. Anaheim doesn't doesn't give the Here's game away. Here's why I'm surprised what Anaheim's done. John Gibson's a great goalie. That's mm-hmm. established. He's got the highest save percentage of any starting goalie in NHL history. But their top 4D is not because of injuries. Like, if they have their top 4D in Gibson, they can win games. And that, to me, is part of the reason why Minnesota's good. Suter and Spurgeon, Brodine and Dumba, they got a great top mm-hmm. four. And Devin Dubnik is a number one goaltender in this league. And I know there were some people at Nest, you know, at, in, in Edmonton, he didn't prove it all the way. And he had a bad final year at Edmonton. And, you know, he bombed out of Nashville and Montreal. He got his life recount, whatever. he. I mean, he became a dad that year, had a child, changes things for a guy. And, and this is a tough place to play goal in, too, if you're not going good. And uh, he has been lights out for the – he's actually averaged this year. But the last three years, he's been, been awesome. Outstanding. But it's goaltending. And if you got goaltending in a good top 4D, you can win a lot of games. Well, and the Oilers uh, – you gave the save percentage under Hitchcock. It's it's outstanding. Yeah. And and that's another reason why they're in every game. They've and only scored chances. 16 goals Yeah, in and they've games. only given up – They've only given up 19, and three of those were empty netters. Right, so, so they're even, I mean, because they haven't got an empty netter themselves. Everything, everything's really been a one-goal game going to the final, yes. tied or a one-goal game yes. going to the final minute of the third, except for the loss uh, in Dallas. Now, the Oilers' top 4D, I think Clefbaum and Larson are doing a good job, and Nurse and Russell certainly have been up and down, but yeah, but I think they're working hard yeah. and, and, and doing what they can. But Minnesota has the advantage there, sure. All right, Reid, great stuff. We'll see you. What time is the uh, face-off? 5.30, buddy. I'll I see will, you there. I will see you up top at uh, Studio 99 at 5.33. Off to a, a global news weather traffic update with Carrie McCarthy. When we come back in orders now, we'll hook up with Elliot Freeman, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.